You're experiencing the Authentic Chaos Podcast, an exploration into our inner selves and journeys of self-discovery. I'm your host, Bahagan Yernosian, recording from beautiful Siem Reap, Cambodia. And I'm joined here by a special, very special guest, Jason McIntosh. Can I? <laughs> Thank you. As you know, it's my honor to be here. Yeah, Yeah, and I'm grateful uh, that you're here. Jason and I actually met on the the tour that we've been doing of Thailand, Laos, like Cambodia. We clicked. And um, we're nearing the end of our journey. Uh, we'll always go on. We'll always, always go really. on. Well, <laughs> because the world, the world is maybe big, but it is also very small. Yeah, if not here, in the afterlife. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Um, so, Jason, would you like to tell the viewers a little bit about yourself? Uh, okay. Okay. So, I am. I'm Jason, and I'm from London. Ah, oh, no, I kid, I kid. <laughs> So I'm, I'm Jason McIntosh, uh, J-Swan, if you will, um, going on a journey that I needed, that I deserved, which was good. Um, I'm from Australia, uh, Kayama, if you will, if you know that, or Wollongong, which is, it's, it's, it's there. But the start of it, I put up a front when I first met you. I think it was day two, and... I like to put up a wall when I first meet people yeah, to kind of test them. But in the exact same time, it's like, why am I doing this? And now I'm finally letting go, and it's going to be good when I get home because home's everywhere for me. Yeah. And I can be there for my friends. It's going to be right there. And, you know, I, I will say that... Um, Jason is one of those guys, if it's not immediately clear to you, the audience, that uh, he's, some would consider him eccentric, some would consider him odd, a bit of a goof, um, but there's, a, there's like a beautiful authenticity about him. He, he describes himself as a peacock. and Mixed with a lion as well. Yeah, and it's kind of true oh, but like a peacock just because they have beautiful feathers doesn't make them a true oh, bird warriors <laughs> yeah um and so i want to like let's talk about this journey what what's what inspired you to go on this journey either this trip or if you even the metaphorical journey you're referring to it was uh as i spoke to you about all up here so it's uh anxiety right and so I've got my mind, my soul, and my heart. Yeah. And normal people will have, well, what's normal? Uh, they'll have either, let's say, their mind working for them. So then they'll do that. But I have all three going at the one time, which mm. is fun. And times got rough. And I just always did what I did. Yeah. And, uh, Hello! Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. We're, we're outside, and there are some, uh, some friends going on around. I'm saying hello, hello to all my friends and family here. But yeah, like, um, I kept pushing, and now I'm... The main thing is I'm ready to love and yeah. get what I want and deserve, uh, which is uh, I want to be a father, uh, have either a daughter or a son or why not a whole Viking army yeah. yeah and it doesn't have to 
be, you know, perfect. Like, your perfect might not be my perfect. Yeah, I I think, so There there's a lot of beautiful things that you just mm. said. So, like, um, wh- which would you, so we could talk about the mind-soul-body connection. Um, or we could talk about the parenthood and the oh, yeah. the anxieties around it. Wh- wh- which would you? Re- what do you think? Oh, you yeah, the parent yeah. one. Okay. If it so, gets too much, I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think you made some interesting points. I think a lot of us get, especially in our generation, we get so worried yeah. about being parents. We think that like we're not perfect. So how could we bring another person into this world? And, like, we know that our parents weren't perfect, and it caused us a lot of strain, lots of traumas. I'm actually reading a lot of, like, some books on the traumas we get passed on from our parents and their parents. And there's a lot that happens and that affects us in ways that, like, we're just starting to understand, like, in psychology. Mm. And I see a lot of sentiment in my friends of saying, like, how could I be a parent when like I don't have my shit together but like so you mentioned you mentioned like it may not be perfect but it'll be your perfect yeah, what does yeah. your perfect look like in terms of parenthood for parenthood well as I would imagine myself as a father and probably a lot of my friends uh, very accepting of whatever I have as a wife, like as when I get a wife and kids or kids, and they will be them straight up. And if they struggle, I will be there, like my uh, tattoos. So, yeah, you may want to, sh- yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, Willow, Sienna, and then Otera up there. But uh, I'd like to imagine that Sienna, who took care of me when I was younger, she would help what I want yeah. and it's just yeah it's sometimes goes like that even putting it into words but it's it's a good feeling you know do you believe in like the power of manifestation yes 100% yeah so I think like even just putting that energy out there to yourself I think yeah you will find that source of of energy, of emotional strength, when whatever I think you need. Of, uh, manifestation, it's coming up there, but it's also coming in there. Yeah, and it's it's, like it's that whole mind, body, soul connection yeah. you were talking about, mm. like or mind, mind, heart, soul. Was that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got so the heart, mm-hmm. which is now my uh, son right there. Yeah, and then uh, the soul. It will probably be the moon. Yeah, and I'm I'm not getting a tattoo on my head. It's going to be like a budgie, <laughs> just going like that, yeah. popping up and down. <laughs> yeah, they were scared that I was going to get like a face tattoo. Or really? Who was scared? <laughs> uh, my work. Oh, <laughs> do it! I swear. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I'm <laughs> yeah, exactly, or in Siem Reap as you. Oh, Jesus Christ! So this whole uh, so th- that's that's a good segue to this mind soul mm. heart connection. Um, so I like how you talked about that because I've talked about this with my own friend with friends back at home about how 
there's this view of consciousness as something separate from your mind, from your thoughts, and from your feelings. It's easy for us to get caught up in our thoughts and think that the things that we think are us Mm. or the things that we feel are us. But really, we're not the things that we're thinking. We're not the things that we're feeling. We are the being that experiences those feelings. We're the being that thinks those thoughts. So it's like they're, they're parts of us, but they aren't the whole us. And so I think it's cool that you, call, you see that like trifecta within yourself. And I want to understand more about, so um, were you all, did you always feel like that, that you had this mind, soul, heart? It was probably about six years old when I started feeling it. Really? But, like, it's very confusing growing up. I can't talk for everybody. I'm not everybody. Yeah. I wish I was. <laughs> but how was the experience for you? We can all at least talk about our own experiences, and maybe that'll, maybe someone will, like, connect with that. So, what first happened, it wasn't the, uh, the mind that came first. Mm-hmm. It was the heart. So... You're doing stuff just kind of on an impulse, if you may. Yeah. That kind of scenario. And then um, the second came the mind. So then you have them two conflicting. Um, and then so last. Uh, I think it was about... It took me till... 23? That I started to... Um, I'd always wanted the change, but mm-hmm. I'm like, now I'm working on it, so it's been building up. Been, yeah. Yeah. You always feel connected throughout those years, or were there, is, were there periods where you felt less connected? There's sometimes where, like, say I'm looking straight right now, mm. I can't see um, my eyes. Like, it's just not there, because it's all locked up. Yeah. I kind of heard a story right. Of yeah. a friend, and he had a friend, and she she went to Alice Springs. I'm pretty sure, the big or the rock or whatever, and she was in front of the giant rock, yeah. had a photo, and she did not remember it until she'd seen the photo, and she was not on anything. Like I can lay off the piss and lay off everything and anything, not meditate, and. Sometimes it will just, you know, can't. So I love it when people say, hey, look at that. Like if you look, actually, let's say there's a pot plant right there. Yeah, here, let me show it for the uh, for the audience. It's a cute little pot of plant. Here, I'm going to put it in here even. Sometimes I'd need some people to point that out for me. And then yeah. you'd see, you see it, right? I go, whoa, like, I'll get my camera out right yeah. I'll do it right now. <laughs> God damn it. I love it. This is what I love about you, Jason. <laughs> like you, you. you're very in your moment. <laughs> like you are living this very unique existence and you're living it to the fullest. I used to think of it as um what is it, sporadic behavior? Yeah. Like that. But I can control it, so So in and that's this is actually an excellent example of what I refer to as authentic chaos. Ah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. to the outside and to like a lot of our fellow travelers, you seem very eccentric, very chaotic, very like unorganized. But I think there is 
a rhythm to you. There is an order. It's just that we don't see it because we don't see all the things that are going in your heart, your mind, and your soul. We're only seeing the things that you're putting outward through your dances, through your like, <laughs> through your eccentric, through your behaviors. That Am I to us, it? yeah, you might. I mean, you might start singing. <laughs> but, uh, oh, you're not sweet you Caroline. <laughs> we've, we've been singing a lot of Sweet Caroline. <laughs> sweet Caroline. <laughs> but like the the point is that. Um, sorry to interrupt. But no, no, the, no. the point is that you have. Um, yeah, there is. It's in, it's cool to see where you've gone in this journey, and like, but not many people get to see get to hear about where the journey started. Yeah, yeah. And like, so even you talking about how when you were young the heart came first, and when I was when I heard that I was reflecting to myself, and I think I I think I kind of felt the same way, because if you think about it, and this to you too, dear listeners. When we're when we're growing up, when we're like being like the the logic part centers of our mind, like the rational centers or whatever you want to consider it, those don't really develop until later on in life. The first things we really like that goes through our minds or through our souls or our hearts or whatever is the feelings, the things that we feel, the sensations, the fears, the insecurities, the happiness, the joys, all these things, these matters of the heart. And that's why I think we're all so connected to that initially. But I think it's easy for us to get disconnected. I, yeah. I for sure, I was a very emotional kid growing up. I would cry. I would like feel things. I had, my mom would always say, and my grandpa would always say that, uh, I was very, I was very wise. Like I understood things that like a five-year-old shouldn't have been able to understand. But like I kind of understood people on like maybe a deeper level than I should have at that age. And but I feel like at some point I lost touch with that. And I think it was partly like how society was telling me to be raised. Like what I was taught was important. Like finding a good career, like getting good grades, things like that. And so like definitely in my, in my like education years through like high school, then college, then grad school, I definitely felt disconnected from the things that made me feel human. Mm. And like, I hear this and I actually had like a, an episode on, um, emotional maturity in men, which I'll listen to. Um, and I highly encourage everyone to listen Mm. to, (laughs) but like, I think it, a huge problem in with like how men are raised and how like our culture, especially Western patriarchal culture, like um, teaches men how to act is more like being logical, rational, not worrying about your emotions and not never dealing with your emotions. Mm-hmm. And I've had friends complain that their partners can't even pick the color of like a knife set. Like, Picking between like different shades of blue, for they instance. Should do my game then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just pick randomly at that yeah, point. But like, point to the menu. Bam, you got it. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully that. So suffer. that, like, that's an option. But that <laughs> requires you to, you trust yourself. <laughs> you trust that no matter what you pick, you're going to have a lovely experience. But if you're not, if you don't trust yourself, if you don't know yourself, how can you ever trust your True. like random judgment? I'm lucky that I have friends that I trust and they sometimes they'll do it. Just ooh, bang. Yeah. What do I got? Chicken parmy. 
God bless. You know? Yeah. And but, sometimes you, you... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no. You first. You first. You know, sometimes you're not going to... Sometimes you're not going to be happy with your choice. Like, I make this... So, like, as we're traveling, I do this all the time. Where here, let me shift this a little bit so you're more in view. Um, sure, I'll I'll do this all the time. Where you know I'll pick I'll pick a random spot and I'll go eat there, yeah. and maybe I'll pick a random dish that seems good. It's not always going to be a success. I'll admit. Sometimes it falls flat on its face, and I'm kind of disappointed. But I can't really be fully disappointed because I trusted myself. I took that risk, and I trust myself that like if I keep taking risks like that, I will find great things because I have found great things. Mm-hmm. And some of my most memorable memories are like the the random things I found on my own just by happenstance, not expecting it at whatsoever. Like uh, my my walks, right? Yeah. So Jason loves to go on walks, mm-hmm. even when they're ill. Even when they're unadvised in a city he doesn't know, without any reception, <laughs> oh, he loves his walks. So if I if I walk with you, you're gonna get everything because walks are sacred to me. I will speak my mind, and I'd love it if you would speak your mind with me. Yeah. But uh, if I'm going by myself, that's my time to just get there, get there, get there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Get, feel feel your mind, heart, yeah. soul. Like trifecta. My I did the the walk to the club last night. Yeah, and, and that then, was like about a forty minute walk yeah, in a and then back in a city in a capital city that he doesn't he isn't familiar with and with a language he doesn't know. And I was like, I'm gonna do what I'm meant to do. So I go up to the last that I fancy today, mm-hmm. and I just talked. Yeah. Which was good. And that's brave. Like yeah. so many so many people like Getting see the head. see the lady that they, they like, the last they mm. like, the Sheila, if you will. <laughs> and they say like they say to themselves, Oh, uh, she doesn't want to talk to me or like, Oh, I'm gonna be a bother, a nuisance or like creep. I've heard a lot of guys say like, How do you keep yourself from being creepy? Just be yourself, right? And if you're ever thinking about it right, is my favorite, right? I don't do it anymore because I'm different, but I used to go like going like this, right? And if they come over, I go, imagine what I could do with all the rest. Alpha's bummed out. That's pretty slick. I'm here all week. funny. But like, but what do you do now? Like, what do you do with the, with the, lady you're fancying now come in it with an open mind i don't expect anything you never do you just mm. go there and my is <clears throat> broken language right there all the time so come open-hearted all there yeah. and if nothing happens i tried but i have that moment and she has that moment whether it's be bad or not. Yeah. And I think we can all tell that we're both smitten for each other. So, and I think we're going to be connected here, you know. Yeah. Live uh, rent-free 
in the heads, as I say. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and just as a reminder, make sure to keep the mic close yeah, to your face. Yeah. I want to provide a good listening experience it's to all everyone. Right. My muscles you're saying are getting it, there. You're saying important things, and I want people to, to hear I'll them. I'll hold to it then. <laughs> I, know it's a, I know it's a little awkward, but... Um, it's all right. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good point because like, you're. Do you feel like you're feeling uh, the connection between you, even though like mm. you don't really know each other that well? It's um, it's good as well because she can't. Well, she does do, probably speaks better English than me. Mm. But I've found that if you talk to people with your hands and then with your eyes, and also your feet. To dance, that's a whole lot of dance. Everybody understands dancing. Yeah. It's international, you know, and music as well. Yeah. So if I start going, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Feel it. Almost went out there. Yeah, I mean, I think you're hitting on some really good points that, like, um, I like to like some I like to say that like um I don't know this the actual numbers but like something like 80% of all communication is nonverbal. Mm. Before humans like could speak like verbally, we were we were still able to communicate as like like a species, maybe even a subspecies before we became homo sapien. We had to rely on like grunts and like yeah. motions and like eyebrows facial expressions smiles um eye contact hands <laughs> hips that's how i talk sometimes. <laughs> yeah and sometimes that's the most universal way to talk like you can make connections with people even if they speak completely different languages from you just by looking at them looking deep in their eyes people say like the eyes are the windows to the yeah, soul it's like i see you now yeah, and yeah. I think it's re- and I and I think there's something to be said about it because when you're like staring into someone's eyes, like I am yours right now. Are you falling in love too? I'm falling in love every day. <laughs> Hi, Steve. <laughs> oh, no, no. We love yeah, we you. Got some, we got some uh, some friends walking by. <laughs> yeah, I like to. <laughs> um. So, how do you how do you feel like you? Do you how, do you feel think about your your body language when you're trying to approach people or trying to make a connection? The way I used to think it was yeah was creepy, but how, well, why do you say that? Because I was in my own head. Um, so I lost parts of my childhood which I deserved. So I used to be the biggest hugger and uh, like singer and all that. And yeah, used to. Um, intimate art and all that right yeah, yeah yeah and it's really coming back like like i've probably hugged you how many times countless and that you've been moment. singing constantly yeah. and today like uh the so the puke bag on the plane yeah i would <laughs> ripped it up and then i started drawing on it and <laughs> writing so i started off writing oh yeah you mentioned you started yeah, drawing so again it was it was good like we can, we can, sh- I can show it later. Okay. We can, I, oh. maybe I can do some editing magic to like post it in. <laughs> maybe around here. My freak. So, <laughs> dear editing Vahagan, in- include picture here. You're doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. It's and nice. you know what? You're doing a good job too, audience. You're, you're listening. Hope you're absorbing things and like, you know, take care of yourself. Hope you're taking a deep breath. 
Take a deep breath. Mm. We've actually we actually bonded initially over meditation and breathing, which we can we can talk about in a in a bit. But I want to I want to conclude these like thought these reflections on like like approaching people like making these connections in a way that is safe for both you mm. and for mm. them. So um, okay, so you met, we we talked about cre- like how it was creepy. How did you and how you we've also talked we're talking about how you've opened up and like are starting to do things that you did before and kind of lost. What do you think has helped you regain that some of that that dance and song? It's the hunger to want to learn again. And learning for me is you will get old when you stop learning. Mm. And I never well. I do want to get old one day, but... We will all get old one day. As a death is inevitable, yeah. but I embrace it. But, yeah, so I had that hunger, and again, it was like the tide right there. Like, nice twist as well. I was like, oh, thanks, Daddy, kind of scenario. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's slowly, you know... But right now, like, even talking, it's a bit... But it don't get to stop me. I'm going to go up to that hotel room and I'm going to dance. I'm thinking, um... Yeah, so do you, mean, do you mean you've got an urge to dance now? <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe we could have... A, maybe you could show off some of your moves. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> some editing magic. Yeah, dance, eh? <laughs> oh, all they need is to be eating some food and they have dinner and a show. Exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> And, you know, I, I know you love your walks, your walkies, if you, mm, as you call walkies. them. And, you know, maybe maybe someday I'll have the editing, the uh, camera equipment to do, like, a, a walk and talk. You oh, know? Yeah, I yeah. think that would be great. Cause, I'll like, definitely watch that episode. I know that you're very, um, I know that you are very, like, motion and dynamic. Yeah. You're very dynamic. And, like, I think it's very obvious even for our our uh, listeners and our watch our watchers especially that like you have this dynamicity to you you're like con- you're constantly moving so i i definitely and i definitely have seen how like walking is an important part of you it's like a meditation for you and it's a beautiful thing cuz like the buddhists like also believe that like you know anything can be a meditation mm. you do it because you enjoy it and the point is just being present i think l Elle had this, um, this saying that she wanted tattooed called, Be Here Now. That one stuck with me as well. Yeah. Kind of intimidated by her at first because I'd seen past people in her, not bad people, absolutely wonderful people, but I was like, who are you? Not attracted to her, attracted to her as a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can, uh, but yeah, it's good as well because... I'm not even looking down there. Well, now I am because, God damn, you got that, <laughs> you got that game straight. But I'm looking right there. Yeah. Back again, I see you. It's yeah. fun. It's fun to do that. Like, so, so, like, you've been meeting lots of new people on this trip. Is this something you've been doing with everyone? Yes, yes, but I was ignoring it in my own head as well. Mm. Like, like uh, how do you mean? It's kind of, so, what example do I have? I was, and out, we can we can use like fake uh, names if you want. <laughs> I was out with uh, not a cop, <laughs> and uh, not a cop number two, right? 
Yeah. And I just went for my walkies, and they found me probably about one thirty talking to, I think it was, like, this Asian couple, like, and I can't remember the game. It's probably why I nailed the game. I totally nailed this game, right? <laughs> uh, so the game that goes, do, do, no, wait, do, do, one, do, do, two, do, do, three, do, do. And then okay. that one gets hard. But, yeah, like, I was couldn't remember that until yeah. recently, like, Probably. What, what do you think jogged the me- that memory? Because I, I do remember I do remember what you're talking about. It was at that bar in um, in Long Prabang, Laos. Yeah. So the um, the two guys, I totally know their names. Didn't forget them. Didn't forget any of their names. There, <laughs> they um, I accidentally kicked their chair because I'm a peacock, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then uh, I went over to apologize, and then they were like, oh. You drink, you drink. I probably had to say at those towers, they were like feeding, feeding me the alcohol and giving me cigarettes and all that. And it was like, where does this feel familiar? Mm. And yeah, just come back. By the way, they were going, our friend fancies you. <laughs> and she's like, I'm like, stop. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> Very, very I mean, you're a, you're people. a good-looking man. You're <laughs> like you're this exotic Australian <laughs> Viking. Australian, mate. Yeah. Well, I, my ancestors are Irish and Scottish, so <laughs> and Dutch. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you said that it felt familiar. Mm. What? How, like, can you explain a little bit more? Like, what was the familiarity there? The actually, we got it right now. The wind. Soft wind. Yeah, you can. The, if you're, for our watchers, you can actually kind of see it. The the plant in front of us and the plants behind us are rustling a bit. And it's kind of like a good loss. Like I enjoy being yeah. lost because you'll eventually be found. Yeah, some say that if you're if you like aren't really seeking something, you're never lost. Because mm. if you're you're just wandering. It's like that hike where I just practically ran up the mountain. First start, by the way, 20 minutes extra. He, he did. Uh, everyone doubted him. He was in, like, skin-tight jeans and, like, a button-down. And skin-tight as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <that's> down. <laughs> we don't need to put it on the show yet. Oh, like, that kind of show. That's, What's up? that's for uh, authentic chaos after dark. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, like... Uh, people were like doubting you and they're yeah. like oh you're just being crazy you're not prepared for this <laughs> and it was a very vertical hike and he just flew up that mountain <laughs> yeah and you said you don't even hike that much uh that was my first hike yeah so that's like even like uh, even more impressive and i forgot to take the water up there <laughs> so when i got down i got the chang about that big it was uh tasted chang like is freedom a, is a pretty good beer and i got pretty good water was beer. Throwing it around. Yeah. I think Steve took some. Good boy. Man. He's man. We're all men. <laughs> <laughs> boy. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was really so good. This, so this moment kind of feels familiar yeah. to that hike. Yeah, it's another way of describing it is what I'm doing right now. And most men, we know what's up. You know, some people like their chin wags. But uh, that, it's nice and soothing, gentle. Do you mean that, like, the way you're brushing your hair yeah. right now? Okay. You know, watch my eyes go slow. 
So do you feel like a, is it that one of your self-soothing things? Yeah, and then it becomes yeah. the way. Uh, that's actually um, an interesting thing. So like I was chatting with one of my friends uh, in one of our like group chats, and she had mentioned how she is kind of on a journey right now to refine the self-soothing things that she would do as a kid now that she's in her 30s. Like being able to rely less on herself to soothe, or more on herself to soothe herself, mm. rely less on other people as like a source of calm. Well, sometimes it just takes a simple humble. It's taking a deep breath if you can't hear. I feel it. <laughs> Dan feels it. Stop. All right. All right. <laughs> sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry, more, sorry. More folks are going on. <laughs> um, so, um, self-soothing is a really is really good, and it, like you can tell from his hair, his hair was perfectly straight when we uh, when we first met him uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, so you've been clearly doing a lot of self-soothing on mm. this trip. Has it been helpful now that since you've been in these foreign lands? Mm, I'm re I'm ready to go back to more foreign lands. Even going home will be a foreign land, which will be fun. Back How, again. What do you mean by that? Because being lost is, you know, who I am. And that's not a bad thing, because I will always be found, whether it's me finding myself or some people finding me, because I'll learn through them. Love it. Love yeah. it to death. Live it. What's an example of when you found yourself? Most recently, that walk that I did barefoot. Mm -hmm. And so I did it because I wanted to feel like feel right there. Like feel the there. feel the earth underneath yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm walking along. My my feet are bloody blistered right now, so yeah. and it was worth it. Um yeah, kept on walking and just wanted to sweat, but I got back and they're like, you're not sweating, but it felt warm there. Yeah. And were you, were I you properly hydrated? <laughs> Cause that, that might've also been dehydration. I, I actually got a, I, I started drinking a bottle of water because people were looking at me like that. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> if, if you probably notice audience, uh, I'm sweating a lot because, uh, I, I'm, uh, I like drinking a lot of water. It is very hot here. I drink a lot of water. We call drink, them wobbly pops. Drink your, wa drink your water, people. <laughs> uh, it is very important. Water is life. But Be great and hydrate. Please continue. On your, so this walk was very grounding for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as it started getting to the, like, there was prickly parts of the road, like yeah. the rocks, uh, going in. But up there, I was going, what are you doing? You should give up. And then... There was the other side going, you're doing good. You're going there. You're doing this for you. You want this. And I just kept going. And I uh, yeah. did it back. And then it made me go, cheese and rice, man. I get to go back and tell them. I think I bought a bracelet on that day. Mm -hmm. Probably did. Oh, no, it was a new shirt. Pineapple shirt. So you found something. so you found something that you yeah, liked. Yeah, and I let it gravitate yeah. towards you. As you well. found things that maybe you weren't expecting to find. I feel like I've been rewarded as well. Like even if uh, 
the reward is what you perceive as bad, I think it's good. Like, like what's an example of what someone would perceive as bad but you think is good? Clogging the toilet more than five times last night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Worth it. Bummer. <laughs> We've right. all been there. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was like, what are you eating? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, some of these uh, Cambodian toilets are... Uh, not as not as strong as the Australian ones. <laughs> <laughs> We're built different. Yeah, uh, it's like uh, how I can drink as well. Still haven't gotten a hangover at the age of twenty nine, but yeah, I'm ready. Well, that's that magical. That's that's, that's uh, my superpower. That's, that's definitely a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Yeah. You know, I okay. So I actually have a a poop related story too that turned into from like a moment of shame to a moment of like great like learning i'm ready for this so um i was i had done some mushrooms <laughs> as all great stories begin <laughs> and i had uh I had, a, I had a go i had to relieve myself before like it really started to hit me and i'm sitting in this toilet it was in the is in this park and it was like a basically a less clean porta potty. Like they don't clean it very often. It stunk. It was an. It was like one of the. It smelled like someone died in there. And there, there were flies. The flies were loud, and they were swarming me. And I was just sitting there, and I'm like, oh, I just want to get it over with. I need to get out of this space. But then, like, I thought to myself, what am I worried about? What am I ashamed about? Did it kind of feel like? You were being pushed. You're just gone. Not so much pushed. I would say I was like lifted. That's what I, you know, and falling isn't isn't bad. But sometimes I like that. That's super. It's interesting. You you because you described it as falling, and I described it as more of like I was rising. Because nah, nah, like I started to take a deep breath, and I thought to myself, "Why am I worried? All animals poop." Like there's nothing shameful about it. But there's we're nothing all gross animals. about it. We're all animals. That's why I get along with the doggies. And and it's true you do. They love you. Um but like so then I started to think the flies aren't swarming me. They're swarming the poop. They're not attacking me. I'm attacking their I'm an invader in their home. And then the sounds dissipated. The flies became quiet. The smells started to go away and were less harsh. I changed my reality in that very moment by just accepting, by changing my perspective of what was going on. I went in there being defensive, thinking that I didn't want to go through this experience. I, this was not an experience I wanted. And I've heard so many, because I've heard so many people tell me that the worst experiences are the ones on the bathroom. No one ever tells you, oh man, I took one of the best dumps last night and it oh, felt man. like it felt like I saw God. But like people will say like, oh, you know, I had stomach problems. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And you know, the no one talks about these things that everyone does in like a positive light. But I started to see it in at least maybe not a positive light, but a neutral light. And even that changed it from a potentially a a bad experience to a learning a, a lesson in 
how to change your perspective. I love those lessons. Yeah. Nice. And it's not a lesson that like I ever intended on having. Believe me, if you had told me like uh, days before that I'd be learning important life lessons on a in a porta potty, I would I tell you like get out of here. Like what are you talking about? <laughs> um so I think there's even in I think there is the lesson here for you, the listener, and maybe you agree or maybe you think there's a different lesson, but the lesson is really that the experiences that we have, the moments that we have, aren't positive or negative. Positive and negative are words that the ego puts on us to like provide judgment, make us judge things. And I talked about this a lot with uh, Dan and a little bit with Elle in our last episodes that when people travel especially, they think that the big highlights are going to be the most magical experiences. Mm. The Eiffel Tower, the Pyramids of Giza, um, the uh, Colosseum of Rome. But really, the most for me the most magical experiences are the experiences i never expected the the quiet dinner on like a small parisian alley or like a a roman alley the um finding like uh finding a mis- like a, a hidden armenian monastery in venice or like how about the temple we went to yesterday or the temple that we went that to was yeah cool. And watching like the domestic that was going out the front, the, the, the hands. The, dom- the what was the domestic? The Sorry, two Sheila's just like arguing. They were oh, the two. Arguing oh yeah, like the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very entertaining. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for the context, yesterday we got into Phnom Penh. Yeah. And um, we kind of had a free day, so a couple of us were like, "Oh, there's this cool Buddha park." Yeah, it's but I like, was gonna go drinking, but then I was like, "Yeah, oh." Yeah, I think well, like most of us, I think me. most of us were probably thinking like, oh, we're gonna, I was gonna hang out by the pool. Yeah. You're gonna go drinking, but like we saw this and like I think there were five of us all together. Yes, yeah, so none of us wanted to make yeah. the move on our own, but like once, but like I when I saw it and when I was like, okay, like you know what, let's do it. Let's do it. And like, then more people started to say, let's do it. Let's do it. And then we we did it. And it was like a magical journey. Just five of us out of a group of 25, only five of us went. And like, it was, it was not like, yeah, we didn't, we didn't know what we were going to find. It's cool with the group we have as well, that we're sharing it all amongst each other. Yeah. Not everything. I'm everything. I'm sure. And you can never share the experiences because yeah. these experiences come. Sometimes you have to but make can, the intention to be there. Yeah, try and make them understand. Like my photos, yeah. sometimes I'll just go like that with the camera, so it'll just be. Yeah, I, I did notice that you you have the a penchant for doing very non-traditional angles. Mm. Like usually, most people will do landscape or portrait. But it's beautiful to me, and it was, you'll see it like becomes beautiful to everybody else like yeah you can tell if i was drunk or like how much energy i had oh that's a really good point it like kind of does show a little bit about your state in the moment Mm. of taking the photo because like yeah we we think a lot about the subject of the photo but not about the photographer yes yeah and you know art is like a big part of art is the 
is the I'm creator an artist, of that baby. Art, and you're an artist. Yeah. It is undeniable that you are an artist. I'll share some artists. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you're a chef. We've, you we, that, was, that was another thing Ooh. we bonded over, over food. The Salt Bay. God bless that one. What? Salt Bay. Oh, Salt Bay. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. Taste my sweat on your steak. You won't regret it. <laughs> Have you been in any of his, uh, his restaurants? No, no. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Apparently, he's uh, not so good, but... I, I've heard he was a bit of a jerk. I'd probably enjoy it just for the experience. Yeah. <laughs> I'd brag about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, okay, so that's an excellent... Actually, Salt Bay is a really good example of um, of how we were talking about how, like... Letting your ego um, get in the way. The big events, right? The yeah, big yeah. events. And letting your ego get in the way. And I think a lot of people love to go to these famous chef restaurants, not because the food is going to be the best food they'll ever have in their life, because they want to say, oh, I went to their restaurant. They want it for the Instagram. They want to take that photo, the video of their their steak being seasoned in the most inefficient way possible. Well, one of the best restaurants I've ever been to, and don't at me because I love him, uh, Jamie Oliver. Mm -hmm. And most people are like, oh, shit, they want Gordon Ramsay. And Marco Pierre, he's my favorite chef, by the way. But I went there, and that's... Um, when I started enforcing the circle, and I was what's like, the circle? So when I'm going on the menu, I oh, just, oh, right, right. When you pick, when you yeah, pick them, no, something at random, back. Yeah, it's yeah. a very kid thing. Unless you're a, a grown man like me, <laughs> then you learn to. You'll end up doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think if you had kids, you'd enforce the circle technique for picking yeah, food? Yeah, enforce a nice dude, son. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have something random and you're going to like it. I'll start skipping around the table for them and be like, what do you want? You want some bolognese? <laughs> hey, hey. Maybe maybe do them a favor and like cut out and like void out the items that they're allergic to. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to murder them yet. <laughs> yeah, no, it would be, it'll be nice. And then... Uh, yeah, I'll learn from them. It'll be nice, very nice. From your children? Yeah. Yeah, I think lovely. I think that's a that's a beautiful sentiment. Like it's a simple thing to say <clears throat> that you'll learn from them, but it shows like a respect you have toward the children you don't even have yet. Yeah. And like I've seen like so many people treat kind of treat children like an extension of themselves and thus like part of their property. Well. Um, I always believed that I'm going to have children, but my mom, she was like, no, you're not going to, you get to grow alone. Really? And I was like, that's pretty, that's so me. cruel for your mo own mother to say yeah, that. Yeah, but it's an experience. Like, I understand that most people will look at that and go, shit, that's, that's rough. And you're, you're only human. You can show that emotion and I'll yeah. accept it. But... I'll do it with a smile, like, because I'm happy about my past, even the really, really bad points. Yeah. That's probably where we all learn. Well, I hope where everybody learns. Yeah, yeah. When, uh, ah, oh, that, that feels better. <laughs> yeah, when you're just on the floor and, I don't know, I probably cried two times on this trip, and it's felt Aww. really good. Last night was one of them walking back, and I was so happy. It was like uh, I had a tuk-tuk come up, and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, ah, it's all good, yeah. man. But 
I've cried a couple times too. Mm. Both tears of joy and tears of okay. Sorry, uh, sorry for that little jump, folks. Uh, it got a little loud. A motorcycle was parking like literally feet from us. So, <laughs> um, but we before that we were chatting about like how there have been moments on this trip that have brought us to tears, and it's it's kind of rare for men to cry in this yeah. society, unfortunately. What? Um, what were some of these these th- moments that like brought you to brought you to tears? Um, I remember the second one, which was last night. So. Yeah, yeah. We can we can just talk about we can just talk about the most recent ones. Uh, um, it was the understanding of what I'm going to do today, and I've done it, and I'm so proud of myself. Which it it's still kind of confusing to say that, but. You'll see that I'm growing stronger, which is awesome. Yeah. And kind of accepting other people's happiness for me, which I kind of thought, no, they're not. Like, they're putting a mask on, even though the other part of me was saying, no, you bloody idiot. They're proud of you. Yeah. And we are proud of you. I'm honestly, I'm so proud of you. And I like, I wrote this in your little, your book. Uh, yeah. That like, um, I think Jason has for sure made some of the biggest growths in this trip that I've seen of anyone else. Thank you. Uh, because even now you're talking about how you're proud of yourself, and that is something that I would not have expected to hear from the Jason who started this trip. Or the Jay Swan. Or the Jay Swan, Jay Swan, or the <laughs> Jason. <laughs> um, but like, because I felt like coming into this, you you harbored a lot of judgment yourself and you you projected that onto others but now i feel like you're you're letting your your feathers show (laughs) 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 that was actually oh that was a (laughs) i was gonna say that's a pretty good peacock i don't know what a peacock peacock sounds like (laughs) i'd seen turkey the other day so cool so cool wonderful was that your first turkey that you saw? No, no, no. I, okay. I'd seen turkey in Nelson Bay when okay. I was younger. His name was War, uh, her name was Warface, and she was a character. If you went in there, walkies, yeah, she'd get you. Oh, I bet turkeys can be turkeys uh, can be oh, jerks. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. I used to just walk around the cage like, <laughs> what are you doing? It's fun. Yeah. Um, so going back to the going back to the the moments of tears, um, I've definitely like been moved to tears a few times on this trip. I think one of the mo- the most recent moment was at the Killing Fields mm. in, in Phnom Penh, um, and just walking through it, it like brought back imagery in me of the story of my great grandparents and oh, yeah. like the pe and my people of like these are people who survived the Armenian genocide and they went through very similar experiences like having to hide under floorboards to survive surviving through wa- like walking forced like for through forced uh, expulsion into the desert like death marches into the desert and somehow surviving and making it to safety and then eventually making it to the US um, and these are moments that I've never experienced, but they're a part of my story. 
I'm reading a book on this inter, on intergenerational trauma. And these are traumas that get passed on in ways that we don't understand. So we may find parts of us that we don't know where it's coming from. We don't know why it's there, but it hurts. And nothing we seem to do fixes it. And maybe you, dear listener, feel this way too. And I think it's, I think it's something that a lot of us probably face, but not many of us know to even talk about. And it's something that I want to eventually have a conversation about, but uh, I'll need to find someone who is comfortable having this conversation with me because it is a very difficult subject. Mm. It it bear it because it it pulls it um, uncovers the the ghosts of not just your past but your family's past, and there's a lot of implications behind that usually. Um, but anyway. Like, I've been doing a lot of reflection of myself of, like, what are these scars within me? These psychic scars that are maybe not holding me back, but kind of are. They're, like, keeping me from being grounded in certain moments. They're, like, taking me away from a moment. And for me, um, one of mine is, like, a lack of a feeling like I don't belong. Like, and I think, like, it came to a head when I was in Armenia. Mm. It's like, in the U.S., I don't look very American. In Armenia, I don't look very Armenian. So then I say, like, well, these are the two places that I'm most connected to, so where do I belong? And it kind of makes sense. Like, really, my family is, like, we're Armenian, but Armenian from all over the place because of, like, the because of the genocide forced people to move away and so i am inherently going to look different and be different from the people i associate with but even it's like that's kind of a surface level but even like on a on a another level when i'm connecting with people like i love connecting with people i love flirting with people men and women because it's like i find flirting as like a fun way to get to know someone it's like a playful interaction to like get the real like get a real view of someone's soul someone's heart that's always good because what did it for me was just looking at those eyes uh, yeah 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 yeah. the eyes yeah the eyes and everybody else is saying it on the trip like nobody said a bad thing about you which is fucking awesome because you deserve everything thank you my man thank you yeah and and then uh, I started dancing with you, and then everybody yeah. else, they're coming up and dancing as well. They yeah. wanted to. Like, you got Angie on the dance floor. Yeah. Yeah, she was, like, refusing, but you could see in her eyes that she wanted to. she wanted to. to, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like Dale who says that um, he can't dance. Yeah, he can. Yeah. Art is subjective, and dancing is art. What you may not say is not dancing is fucking dancing to me. And I'll, I was a person that, well, just like Dale, I didn't know how to dance. I mm. felt like I couldn't dance. I refused to. And for me, it's interesting because like, I grew up with a lot of dance. Like Armenian culture and dance are very strongly connected. Like Music is a big part of our culture and dancing is a big part of our culture. But I guess for various reasons, I closed myself out from that. I closed my heart to it. 
and it wasn't until very until I started this journey of understanding myself, of understanding my authentic chaos, that I found that music didn't just lit, sound different to me. It felt different. I can now feel music in my bones, and it makes me want to dance. Dancing, people wonder why I always have energy to dance, and it's because I it just feels natural to me. It's as natural as walking or sitting. Like, when I hear music, I just feel like moving to it even now, right? Just moving those shoulders, moving the hands. Like, it's just... it. It feels good to flow. It Kinda feels like, natural. Uh, my gratitude. You remember the? Yes. Oh, do you want to explain like your gratitude? So when I when I wake up in the morning and have a shower, right? As soon as the water hits the back of my neck, I say three things I'm grateful for. So my example this morning was: I am grateful that I'm here. I am grateful that I get the chance to love all these friends and family that I've made. And I am thankful that, God damn, the beer is going to taste good. And I can just do that as soon as it does. But if you practice it, you won't even need to have that in your head. It just happens. It's, it's yeah. amazing. You know what? I'll do a little gratitude right now. I'm grateful that you accepted to like be on my podcast and chat because i know it can be really intimidating and i know i've talked to a lot of people about it and like some people don't understand some people don't get it around it i was like oh (laughs) yeah he's my first (laughs) podcast as well and you were excited about it and like you like dale and the others were telling me how excited you were about it and like that was awesome because like i i really like you know I get in my own head sometimes, and I'm like, oh, people aren't going to be on my podcast. When I first started mentioning I had a podcast to people, people were like, oh, whatever. Like, oh, I was around cares? back. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> how uh, does podcasts work? Yeah, right? And I think, I, watched, I think a lot of people one. don't understand. And, like, you know, it's just it's chill. I'm, like, I'm, a, I'm an amateur, but I like, I like this style. I like. I just want to have conversations. Nice. And I'm good at. And I think I'm good at having conversations with or without them. I know you're having good yeah. at having conversations. So Why? I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you accepting. I'm grateful for, like, being here now. I'm grateful for the heat that I'm feeling, the sun, the sweat on my on my forehead, like, the sounds of the of like the jungle and the birds like we've got a little water feature in the background and that's so lovely too i'm thankful for the plants and i'm grateful for just these experiences that i've been able to make with all of these like such beautiful beautiful souls the thing or uh willing and able you know yeah mm, i love that when uh say most people when they hear willing and able they think it's sexual <laughs> and I don't blame you. You'll see me grin like, hey, 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 go. Heard of a Aussie kiss? <laughs> Fill in Blake Slater. But for me, and I hope for everybody else, you included, you'll take it home and you'll be like, willing and able to get food, willing and able to take a chance, willing and able to accept yourself. It can be everything and anything. I. And willing and able to have a bloody good shower after this, and goddamn, 
I smell good. It's gonna now, feel good. It might be sweaty. <laughs> you you know I love that willing and able because mm. like yeah part of it is there are two important parts right there's the able like you've got to be able to we've got to be have the ability to do it mm. we can't I I'm not gonna be able to will myself to fly can't quite do that yet maybe one day maybe one day but then the willing. And I think it's important to put willing at front because I think it's more important. And it's that intention. It is being intentional. I, I had a, a reflection um, the other day when we were in Long Prabang, uh, where we were trying to watch the sunset on a hill. And it's supposed to be a very beautiful sunset, but it was very smoky, so you couldn't see anything. And so I started to reflect. I was sitting down. A lot of people had left at that point, disappointed that there was no sunset, no beautiful colors. And as I was sitting down, I was reflecting and I was saying, what am I, just because I can't see it, does it mean that I'm not experiencing a sunset? Yeah, if you close your eyes, like I close my eyes and I see the sun right there, sometimes there, sometimes going like that, you can't see me. Do we, yeah, like, I can't feel the connection we have, or I can't see the connection we have, but I can feel it. Like, we can't see love between between two people, but we know it's there. So maybe, maybe our eyes are a little too greedy. Maybe we're too egocentric and focus more on being able to observe moments rather than just experiencing moments. And maybe that's that whole mind, heart, soul. Maybe mm. we're thinking, experiencing too much with our minds and not enough with our hearts and our souls. So it's good. Again. Join us in a deep breath. Like I taught <laughs> a few of the boys and lassies how to take a deep breath. And I'm sure... Would you, would you like well. to do a deep breath together? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so... Here's a nice exercise that I've been learning. Um, I've been learning a lot of breath work. And a nice, very simple one. We'll do four seconds in, hold for four seconds, four seconds out. And that's it. It's called like a box, a square breathing, because it's all equal, equal lengths. And uh, so, yeah, let's do it just a little bit. Please join us in doing this. And I'll, and I'll count as we're breathing. Okay. So, in. One, two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. Out. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. And if you want, you can repeat that a couple times and notice how you feel before and after. I suggest something, right? Of course. What got me into meditation. And it's not sponsored, by the way. Sponsored by meditation. <laughs> Medito, what did it for me. Medito? Yeah. Or, or Medita? Um, or, okay. It, it's an app, right? Yes, yes, yes. And I don't know all of it, but I was willing to and able to just go, bam, immerse myself in it and did me wonders. It helps. And, like, even now, like, always always getting stuck up on the breaths, but as soon as I take that breath, I'm in the moment, and it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, like, breathing is an excellent tool for us to be present. It's such an important part of yoga and in meditation because 
when you focus on something that is as automatic as our breath, it like li- it really does force you to be more present in the moment you're in right now. Like we take our breath for granted, but when we start to really be aware of it, we become aware of so much more in our lives. Moments last longer when you start to be present in them and really understand them. So um, let's use our breath as a tool for experiencing the world in a more beautiful way. Also, I love your hair. I love that it's standing up like that. looks great. (laughs) I find that when you're taking the breath as well, you can't help but smell it as well. Yeah. So it's like um, when you, you see a meal, how we eat, right? Some people go by the eyes first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's the smell, and then taste, and then uh, the hearing. Oh, for like textures, like a crunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about that, but that's actually a really good point. I'm pretty sure there's one more, but yeah. Touch, um, I guess, like the feel yeah, of yeah, it yeah, in yeah, your yeah, mouth. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that's yeah. one, right? So, me, I've a lot of the meals around here that I've had, I've just went. Bang. Yeah. Found it. Sometimes I'll cheat and I'll just see something I like, like pineapple. <laughs> yeah. and, whoopsie. Dan called my bluff the other day. <laughs> Almost got him. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you've got this practice of mindful eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, when you do that, how do you feel like you experience a meal differently? Oh, man. It tastes like freedom. It's yeah. just... So, I... Uh, coffee, coffee, right? Mm-hmm. Coffee and tea. I'd have to wait for it to cool down, right? Yeah. It's good for you. But now I'm more hungrier than that, and I just go, bang, it's hot as shit, but I can't feel that if it makes sense. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. Another thing, right, is like the girls at my work, God bless them, you're you listen to what they're going to eat. Like, say, I'm going to have an avocado and toast, but I'm going to put some, like, Meredith Feta. Ooh, that sounds good. Some might call them basic bitches, but they know what they want. They're going to go and get it, and it's going to be damn good. Because a guy might overthink it, but they say they don't. But the girl is thinking about it all day. She feed him, and she feel, and she feels. She knows what she wants because she's feeling it. They might say they don't, but you just be like, throw it out. Do you yeah, want? if you've ever had a craving for something, that's kind of like you feeling it. You like you're feeling, you're feeling the vibes, and you're like, mm. yeah, this is kind of what I want to eat. So yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. I think mindful eating is an excellent practice, and it could so be good. like a whole podcast episode on its own because I think there's a lot of complexity to it, and I think it's an um, well, actually, I have actually had a couple food episodes on the podcast. Uh, I look that, forward to yeah, that you'd you'd really love because like food is such an important part of my upbringing and yeah. my life, and like mindful. Why we connected? Eh? Yeah, it, it really is like through cooking and food, and like mindful eating really has done wonders for me to appreciate food on a whole nother level, and I think can really help people like have healthier relationships with food. Yeah, it's like um, growing up, it was just uh, chips, burnt meat, and sweets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And multi-grain sandwiches, right? So um, 
I absolutely despised uh, multigrain at the time. So I'd used to um, get the sandwich, put it in a closet at home. Really? Yeah, the bag was about well, this high, right? Yeah. It's pretty big. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and it got so moldy, and I don't know how I got away with it yeah. because I put it in the bin, but I remember going... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was good. But now, yeah. sorry, um, I have the multigrain bread. It's probably one of my favorites, apart from white. White, white bread is good. Uh, tip top. God bless. And... I'm brought back to that experience with it, and then I'm grateful that now I can eat it. It That's doesn't awesome. taste like shit. That's awesome that you've like kind of like rewriting the history. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. You're you're like fixing. You're like addressing your traumas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're healing these scars that you had. And that's that's beautiful. I think that's an excellent like analogy for like. It's like you can't um, yeah. love someone. Unless you love yourself. Yeah. And loving yourself is hard. We've talked about this. Who's the most difficult person to love? It's yourself. Yourself. I'm a nice student. They've been teaching me. I know how to pour a bit uh, And you know, listeners of this podcast will know I've, I've like done an episode on self-love. I think it's one of the hardest things to do. Uh, but I think it's one of the most important things to do. Nice, nice. I think it's super valuable. Well, Jason, Jason, if you will, um, we've been talking for a little over an hour, and I'm sure our, uh, I want to be respectful to, of your time and like listeners' time. Lunch, isn't it? Um, yeah, and like you know, it'll be nice to explore. Maybe like get a nice shower in. But before we conclude, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to say? I do. So I'd like to thank whoever's listening. I know my friends are going to listen. Yeah, back home. I'm sure and they're re- going to be very proud of you. Yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be good. Yeah, I will be. I hope you can all see my passion. Yeah. And maybe a side that you couldn't have seen for me. If you want to ask me questions, I'm sure you can. I'm happy to give my uh, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Um, by the way, I've got 99 followers now. Nice. Uh, Let's pump those numbers up. (laughs) (laughs) If you want, I'd be grateful. But um, yeah, I hope you can heal if you're hurting, because I'm happy I healed. And thank you for your time. Thanks. That's a beautiful sentiment, Jason. And I thank you so much for joining me. And I thank you, dear listeners, for listening to this conversation. I know it wasn't like the like the standard conversations that I do, but I think this was a really important one for me. Thank you. And it was really quite an excellent conversation. And I, I had a lot of fun with this. So I had fun too. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go brag about it to everyone. You now. should, you should. <laughs> the smile on your face like says it all. Dude, I not touch that one. Um <sighs> So thank you again for listening, and as always, embrace your chaos with kindness. Thank you again. Take care.